Hello, this is Jessica Heron, founder and CEO of the Stella Dot Family Brands, and this is my brand new podcast, Self Made. I am really excited and frankly, super passionate about this episode because we're going to talk about strong body, strong mind. I am going to give you an overview of the habits in key areas that I have figured out over time that if I do them most of the time, I'm way better off. I know you're thinking, wait a minute, this is about success in business. Are we really going to talk about bikini body? No, we are not. (laughs) These are not exactly life hacks on diet or fitness so that you can look slamming in a bikini. This is about staying strong and sane, filled with energy and possibility so that you can have the endurance, the tenacity, the joie de vivre to go after your goals. Because I got to tell you something, if you are hungry and tired, You are very unlikely to be your best self. And if you want to go after very bold, big dreams, you need to be your best self. So taking care of you is not an option. You cannot be last on the to-do list. And actually, that's a huge lie we tell ourselves, and especially women. We think our role is to self-sacrifice, take care of everybody else, and that's how we're going to do our job the best as a giver and a nurturer. But the reality is, if you are a crappy version of yourself, you're kind of doing a crappy job for everybody else. That's just a truth that if you embrace it, it will let you do you and take care of you guilt-free, baby. Guilt is a totally useless emotion and it needs to be kicked to the curb so that you can take that energy and reapply it to your wellness. You deserve it. So I'm going to go over just the basics. I have a feeling we're going to go over lots of questions on this in the future. We'll dive deep into each of these topics in future episodes, but this is going to be an overview in a few key areas. Sleep, mindfulness, diet, exercise, guiltless pleasure. Because yes, pleasure is valid and it's a way to take care of yourself and you should not feel guilty and it should be fun. But let's go through step by step and we're going to start with sleep. But before I preach it on why you should get rest, let me first confess, this is absolutely the pot calling the kettle black. Throughout my career as a mom working and a student and as an entrepreneur, I have sacrificed sleep many, many times. And I'm not saying it never has to be done. I mean, I'll tell you when it has to be done. Like if you have a newborn, that's pretty much going to happen to you. But what I am saying is this, you should not be proud of this. It is not a goal. It is not heroic to get less than seven to eight hours of sleep, nor is it good for your company or your family. It is something that should be done very sparingly and very carefully. And that is something I shed over time. I thought that I could sacrifice everything else, including myself and sleep, versus being thoughtful and honest about, hold on, am I really doing the most critical thing right now? Or can this wait? And do I actually take care of myself? So I'm not always perfect on this. And frankly, no one's ever perfect on anything. So don't beat yourself up if you're not. But this is about intention and direction. And if you are doing this 90% of the time, you will be way better off than if you just ignore it. So here's the deal. Sleep is essential. You're a human animal. We require it. And I know there are certain people that will say, oh, I only need five hours of sleep. I only need seven hours. Of, you know, maybe I need seven. Maybe I need eight. The reality is I really think it is very much the exception and not true for most people 
that you actually need less than seven hours of sleep. So there are certain things you need to do to prioritize it and have a little talk with yourself. The first thing you want to do with any habit that you want to evaluate and say, am I in line here? Am I not in line? And this is going to be your take action after this episode is actually just track it. Like, Take a look at how much you're actually sleeping and aim for seven, eight hours for one week and just assess how you feel, how you perform, how you act, how you show up for other people when you're rested. And look at what are the things and choices that you're making because you are self-made, you're in control of you, you're in control of your time. What choices are you making that let you prioritize rest? And here's a few that I do when I'm home that help me sleep. So first of all, I am someone who needs to get away and turn off my brain and not look at a screen and not think about work before I try to fall asleep or my mind will still be racing. So I wind down starting around eight o'clock most nights and it's tucking the kids time. They don't go to bed, but I go say goodnight to them. <laughs> and it is time for me to like take a bath and chill. And then I hang out with my husband. We might watch some TV or I read a book, but I really try to disconnect. And that is not a time for me to scroll my life away on social media. The way that I, and by the way, I can do that. And no doubt if I'm switching time zones and I can't go to sleep, I will scroll my life away on social media. I know we could all be guilty of this. It's like a rabbit hole, but it isn't really good for you. And it's not really enhancing the value of your life. It's addictive and like addictive behavior that's bad for you. You just kind of got to go break it by having discipline. Discipline, you will hear me say it once, twice, a zillion times. Discipline is critical for the best you. It is critical for success. You don't get to rely on your nature, on uh, it already being a habit, on experience or whatever. It just takes discipline to make things happen. And sleep may be something that if you are watching really crappy TV too late, hitting next, episode next on Netflix, if you are scrolling your life away on social media, if you've got too many screens, like you can't resist it, do not plug your phone in, you know, by the bedside, but just do what you need to do to get solid sleep. The other things that I have figured out that I really need to do is I am super sensitive to caffeine. So I used to say to myself all the time in college, I would always say, I'm just a terrible sleeper. I have insomnia. I'm, you know, I'm you know I blamed it on like my nature, my physicality. Reality is this. When I cut out caffeine, trust me, I'm a fantastic sleeper. Like, I could take a nap in the middle of the afternoon when I, if I, we were literally to have zero coffee. And so I know that if I don't cut out caffeine by nine o'clock in the morning, I, my husband can like drink some espresso and then pass out cold. Not me. I could not have caffeine. So really ask yourself, what is your diet and intake doing to your sleep habits and be willing to experiment and see if you need to change the amount of stimulants you're taking in. If you need to lessen the alcohol that you're drinking, especially during the week, because if I drink wine or cocktails, I basically don't drink wine anymore because it wakes me up in the middle of the night. So that's something you have to like have an honest talk with yourself. What habits are leading you to sleep well or not sleep well? And then lastly, I also need to exercise. I need to move throughout the day or I'm just restless and antsy and I don't sleep as well. So that's some things that I've done, you try you, but as long as you're getting that super solid quality, seven to eight hours a night. Try it for a week and tell me how you feel. I want to hear your story. 
Mindfulness. Okay, this is another one where I promise you, I will always be honest, I go through phases where I'm really good about meditation. Then I go through other phases where I'm terrible at it and I just don't do it. And boy, do I show up differently in the world. And you'd think I would be disciplined like I preach to always do it. And I'm not, I'm going to be honest, but this is one where boy, can I feel the difference. So if I'm at peak performance, peak creativity, peak interaction as a human with others, the difference that a 10 minute meditation, even five minute meditation can make in the morning and at night, it is all the difference. And you know, another way of saying meditation is quiet your mind and show up intentionally for your day. Actually ask yourself those soulful questions like, what is my purpose? What do I want to get out of this day? Who do I want to be? Let me let go of stress. Let me focus on gratitude. So there are so many apps. I'm just going to recommend, we're going to have a whole episode, I bet, on meditation. So I'm super into it, believe in it. But I use Insight Timer. That's my one tip on this topic in this overview episode of just lots of free apps that you can get that will help you if you're a newbie on meditation guide you through it and just stick with it. And this is my other advice if you're trying out this new habit and advice in life, if you want to be self-made and you do, you can't do something once and say, this sucks. I'm, I'm too restless. I'm not good at this. It's not for me. Get rid of it. You have to be willing to suck for a while and give something a chance to work before you conclude whether or not it's going to work for you or not. So give that one at least a week and I bet you will feel better. I do this when I'm doing it as part of a morning ritual. I go get my coffee. I sit in a chair. I put on a guided meditation on the app. And I have to say, it's so great because by the time I'm done with that, my coffee is working and I'm ready to go exercise. Um, But before I go on to the next topic of exercise, we're going to talk about nutrition and diet first. Because baby, you can't outrun your fork. (laughs) And what you intake really is about fueling your strength. And I am not talking about your um, perfecting yourself to be skinny or a certain size. Not at all. No judgments there. In fact, I firmly have the belief of everything in moderation, including moderation. And I actually really think it's way too stressful to be on an overly rigorous vilify an entire food group type of diet. And you know why? Because I think you can't live that way. And I don't think you should try to do today what you can't sustain tomorrow versus living in a healthy way. So the book I'm actually going to recommend, and I have many, I'm certainly not an expert on nutrition, but I've read so many books and I've been on every form of diet, like most women. Uh, After kids, I did Weight Watchers, I did Nutrisystem, and I did keto. I've done all kinds of different things. And here's what I've learned is that if you're sticking to anything, it works. So if it works for you, it's a good thing. But I'm not actually talking about a weight loss or calorie restriction plan. I'm talking about fueling your body. I know so many entrepreneurs that sacrifice themselves and they eat crappy food and they skip a meal and then they eat junk food and then they, you know, take snacks out of the drawer all day or they don't stop for lunch or they, you know, they just basically don't care for themselves as a human animal that needs nurturing and caring to be at their best self. And then they 
feel shitty about themselves. And they, they've got a headache. They're dehydrated. They're in a bad mood. They're not pleased because maybe they just don't have the, the energy and it detracts. So don't think to yourself, I don't have the time to not feed my body well. Think to yourself, I don't have the time to waste to not be operating at peak performance. So that said, you know, I eat healthy aside from the times I'm having a cocktail or a cookie. I really believe that if you can embrace whole food eating, no packages, not a lot of sugar, you know, a lot, a lot of processed foods, and you eat a reasonable amount and you do that 90% of the time and you're focused on fresh, nutritious foods, you know, healthy fats, protein, fiber, greens, uh, you're, you're in good shape. So that's just what I have to say about diet is, is focus on finding a healthy something that works for you so that it doesn't, you're not obsessed with it. You don't have to overly index your time to weighing and measuring, but you need to take care of you. That's going to involve fresh food, cooking, and investing time in eating. Once again, sleep, mindfulness, diet, like you're a human. You need these things as you do the next one, which is exercise. Okay, exercise, I think, should be fun. I really do. I think moving your body the way you move it every single day should be something that you find great joy in and that you should have discipline around. So I'm kind of preachy on this one. I had, uh, I've always, I've never been an athlete. I've always been an exerciser. I am not talented at sports at all. In fact, my hand eye coordination is so bad that I guarantee you I get a black eye within, you know, a minute of playing any sport that involves me catching a ball. But I have always been a high energy person that, you know, probably would have be diagnosed as like ADD today because I don't like to sit still. I'm actually more comfortable moving than I am sitting for a prolonged period of time. So for me, exercise is a key for stress relief. And let me tell you, if you are trying to do something breakthrough in life, if you're trying to do something innovative where there's questions, where it's unknown, you're going to be stressed out a lot and you need a regular form of stress release. And sitting there working longer is not going to be that form of stress release, nor is drinking a good stress release or eating a good stress release, right? So you've got to really channel what else works for us humans. And that really is movement. And so for me, I need to be independent in my exercise because I don't necessarily want to rely on a class or uh, schedules of other people to get my 30 solid minutes in of moving about. So I love to run, always have. I love the serotonin. I am not fast. It is not about time. It is not about grace. It is just about the runner's high that I really get from just moving that way. I feel most creative. So whatever that is for you, I don't care if it's a power walk, right? But what, or, or sometimes I am feeling lazy. So I get on the treadmill and I watch Netflix. I uh, will do, I will put on music and dance by myself and look like a fool, but I don't care. But it's just more fun for me than going out in the rain to run or getting on the treadmill and trying to run if I, if that's what I feel like I need. About once a week, I do go to a class or I go on a longer run with friends, which is social and fun. But in general, I am focused and subscribe to the belief that that short, intense exercise is better for you. All kinds of studies about this, that if you want to be in good physical condition. And again, my definition of that is strong body, strong mind. Okay. You need to get the mix of strength building and cardio. I will tell you, I'll give you the inside scoop to my celebrity trainer. She's very fancy. Uh, Jackie Warner 
And you can have her too for her DVD on Amazon. It's probably like 10 bucks. But honestly, that was the first time I did a multi-joint, multi-function routine. We're kind of out of breath the whole time and it's 30 minutes. Instead of thinking that the best way to work out was like go to a gym for an hour. I really think that class, like you make it hard because you use the right weights and you should be like kind of unable to talk the whole time and you only need to do it for 30 minutes. And it's pretty hard to say you don't have 30 minutes in the day to prioritize your longevity and well-being. So that's one tip I use. And I also want to highlight a couple apps that I love. And I will go into more detail about this in future episodes. I know because I'm super passionate about fitness and living healthy. So Aptive and Tone It Up. Those are my two favorite workout apps. And there are a million, but they offer programs were on demand, you can go look at the time and the duration and the area you want to work out or the type of workout you want to do. And there is something in there that fits your mood. And even if it is a better than nothing exercise, like it is good, just do it. So I truly try to do that seven days a week. I go again here with the 90% rule. Like that probably happens, you know, six days a week. And if I travel, it probably doesn't happen. And then I do it later. So in general, you're not aiming for perfection, but you're aiming for commitment to the idea that your fitness is not in the corner because you had a baby or in the corner because you commute or uh, last on the list because you don't have time because you have this project. It's the embracing of your efficiency and effectiveness as actual important things to prioritize and recognizing that your energy level and clarity and stress relief is critical in doing that exercise is your friend. Okay. So don't exercise because you want to punish yourself. Exercise because you want to reward and love yourself and feel strong and badass. Like who is ever, well, I guess if you really exerted yourself, you might feel bad after a workout, but who regrets working out, right? No one. So do that and hydrate. Okay. I like branch chain amino acids. It's kind of like putting a nice flavor in your drink and I enjoy that while I exercise. All right, so let's talk about the guiltless pleasure part, okay? This is your stress relief fun. We could also think of this as vacation and taking time for you. Time for you, maybe a week off with your family. I can tell you when I was an early entrepreneur, I don't think I went on vacation for four years. Like crazy, but true. And in my sick little head, I thought that that was the way to signal excellence as an entrepreneur, total commitment to the company. Or And honestly, it was just total idiot move. Like young, dumb, idiot move. <laughs> culture of the time. And I think people aren't that bad anymore. But the reality is, I really think if I were to go back in my career and in my schooling, I think I did so much less for me than I should have. And I do not think it drove a better outcome. And once I became a mom and really my kids' schedules dictate whether or not I can work that week or not, you know, when it's their spring break and I don't necessarily want to spend that time away from them. I've started taking that break and yeah, I work on vacation before they get up and, and that's okay. You know, I'm not like a, the, this, I'm not as good as I should be about unplugging. But my point is whether it's a vacation or you're finding a way for 15 minutes a day to unplug and do something fun or you're doing that once a weekend for yourself. I find men so much better than this at women. Okay. Any young mamas out there have a husband who, when you have young kids, they never stop the boys trip. But how many young 
moms go on girls trips like none those all get canceled because you feel guilty leaving your baby especially if you work and we just tend to put all that aside and stop having the adventure and the experience and the passion and i feel like i did not do that with my kids but i have to say i want you to know that being amazing and going the marathon on a sprint as a partner as a, a parent, as an entrepreneur, as a leader, as a coach, as a community contributor, as a human, it requires self-care. It requires fun. It requires you taking care of you. So why would we feel guilty about pleasure? It could be a bath. It could be a movie. It could be watching bad TV. I mean, there's a little catch 22 there because I'm all for watching like 30 minutes of bad TV. It's when it's two hours and it cuts into your sleep that it crosses a line. But you should be doing something every day that isn't for anybody but you. And it's just because it's fun and it brings you joy and that's it. And so that is my overview of all these things that I want you to take action because listening to this and thinking to yourself, yeah, that's right. I do deserve a mani-pedi. I need a massage. By the way, that is my form of of guiltless pleasure. <laughs> I bring my girls with me. I actually kind of felt guilty about that for a while. Then I gave up that guilt. I'm like, that is silly. Why do I care if people are judging me? Point is, I want to be with them and I want a mani-pedi. So whatever that is for you, I want to give you the challenge to actually be intentional and think about how you doing. How's your report card on taking care of you. I bet you get feedback all the time from work if you're getting a performance review on how you're doing as a leader or as a spouse if they're giving you feedback on on what you're doing right or wrong or even from your kids. I can tell you this. My kids give me feedback on how I'm doing on parenting and I certainly give myself feedback and thinking I'm like doing a terrible job or you know doing a great job. But how often have you sat and said, am I doing the best job I can taking care of myself so that I can show up and just kick ass in the rest of my world. So evaluate these key topics. I'm going to go over them again. Pretty simple. You need a blank piece of paper, like open up Evernote, an app I love using on my phone. Sleep, mindfulness, diet, exercise, guiltless pleasure. And what I really believe is that you need to say to yourself, what action am I willing to take in the next 24 to 48 hours on one of these topics and make incremental steps towards improvement. If you get overly ambitious and say, I'm going to do all these things and I'm going to meditate 15 minutes every single morning and sleep seven hours and I'm going to start this new uh, new diet and, and I'm going to run six miles a day, the, the reality of sticking to it, you're probably going to fall off the wagon and do none of those things. It is better to pick one do it, and then layer on the next when that first one becomes a habit. Or just tackle a couple at a time that you feel like can be balanced. So ask yourself, which one is calling to you right now? Is your Are you nodding your head when you're like, amen, sister, I agree. I'm cranky when I don't sleep. And I actually do scroll my life away on Instagram every night. And I could probably cut that out (laughs) with a little bit more discipline. Or is it mindfulness? Is it, do you feel, and I'll give you the little clue on this one. You have to ask yourself, when you're interacting with people throughout the day, do you have a little voice in your head that's frustrated, angry, quick to judge, harsh? Are you frazzled? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do do problems seem really hard? Or are you curious and, oh, interesting, and huh, I wonder how doable that is? Because mindfulness is what switches you to going from fear to curiosity. Okay, so if that sounds appealing to you, I want you to pick that category. Um, Diet. 
Do you feel just exhausted at the end of the day? Do you often skip meals? Do you eat things that first require opening a package or a freezer? (laughs) If that is something that you want to focus on, do not focus on it because you want to lose weight. That is not what this is about. It is about fueling your body and rewarding it with quality health, okay? Exercise. Let's talk about that one. If you think it sounds like you are tense in your neck, your lower back hurts, you don't uh, have a lot of energy, you, if you think that exercise is something where if you stretched every day, if you had movement, if you are someone who always feels creative after you work out and uh, you haven't done it enough because whatever habit you had, was kind of complicated. It took like going to a class or playing tennis with a friend or something that you're just not maintaining. Then pick that one. Guiltless pleasure. If you feel like kind of like you're looking at the people around you, like your babies, your partner, your coworkers, and you're kind of looking at them resentfully, like all I do is take care of you people and you don't do anything for me. Because by the way, if you are a young parent, this is a common plight, my friends. Like we are martyrs and it is not for our gain or theirs. If you are feeling a little frustrated and you feel like, oh, I can't afford to spend money on me. I've got to give it to the other people. You know, whatever it is, pick a little guiltless pleasure and take a bath every week. Whatever it is, pick something fun and go for that category. So I want to hear from you. I want to know what you did and took action on to create a strong body and a strong mind so that you can be sane and filled with the energy and possibility to do you better than ever before because my friend, you are self-made. Thanks for listening to Self-Made. Next, I want to hear from you. Send an email to askjessicapodcast at stella.com and tell me your story of becoming self-made. Let me know what topics you want me to cover and any specific questions I can answer. If you like this podcast, and if you're curious that you know someone who might benefit from it, then I would be so grateful if you would share it. Share it with your friends and use the hashtag self-made when you do. And if you dig it, give it a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you so much. And until then, my friend, remember you are self-made.